Welcome to today's Triple Z. The Triple Z Podcast is a daily program that you can use to help you fall asleep each night. Just turn down the volume, lay back, relax, and enjoy as you fall asleep. Today we thought we'd read the Wikipedia entry for Christmas. If you enjoy our program, Please be sure to write us a review on your podcast platform and share us with a friend. You both might sleep just a little better at night. Our website is triple Z, that's three Z's dot media. You can also like and share our content on Facebook or our Instagram account ZZZ Media Podcast. Music for today's episode was provided by The Sleep Channel on Spotify. Music for today's episode was provided by Gaia Symphony on Apple Music. Christmas is an annual festival commemorating the birth of Jesus Christ, observed primarily on December 25th as a religious and cultural celebration among billions of people around the world. Feast central to the Christian liturgical year, it follows the season of Advent, which begins four Sundays before, or the Nativity Fast, and initiates the season of Christmastide, which historically in the West lasts 12 days and culminates on Twelfth Night. Christmas Day is a public holiday in many countries, is celebrated religiously by a majority of Christians, as well as culturally by many non-Christians and forms an integral part of the holiday season surrounding it. The traditional Christmas narrative recounted in the New Testament, known as the Nativity of Jesus, says that Jesus was born in Bethlehem in accordance with messianic prophecies. When Joseph and Mary arrived in the city, the inn had no room, and so they were offered a stable where the Christ child was soon born, with angels proclaiming this news to shepherds, who then spread the word. There are different hypotheses regarding the date of Jesus' birth, and in the early 4th century, the church fixed the date as December 25th. This corresponds to the traditional date of the winter solstice on the Roman calendar. It is exactly nine months after Annunciation on March 25th, also the date of the spring equinox. Most Christians celebrate on December 25th in the Gregorian calendar, which has been adopted almost universally in the civil calendars used in countries throughout the world. However, part of the Eastern Christian churches celebrate Christmas on December 25th of the older Julian calendar, which currently corresponds to January 7th in the Gregorian calendar. For Christians, believing that God came into the world in the form of man to atone for the sins of humanity, rather than knowing Jesus' exact birth date, is considered to be the primary purpose in celebrating Christmas. The customs associated with Christmas in various countries have a mix of pre-Christian, Christian, and secular themes and origins. Popular holiday traditions include gift-giving, completing an advent calendar or advent wreath, Christmas music and caroling, watching Christmas movies, viewing a nativity play, an exchange of Christmas cards, attending church services, 
a special meal and displaying various Christmas decorations including Christmas trees, Christmas lights, nativity scenes, garlands, wreaths, mistletoe, and holly. Additionally, several related and often interchangeable figures known as Santa Claus, Father Christmas, Saint Nicholas, and the Christ kind are associated with bringing gifts to children during the Christmas season and have their own body of traditions and lore. Because gift giving and many other aspects of the Christmas festival involve heightened economic activity, the holiday has become a significant event and a key sales period for retailers and businesses. Over the past few centuries, Christmas has had a steadily growing economic effect in many regions of the world. The English word Christmas is a shortened form of Christ's Mass. The word is recorded as Christmas in 1038 and Christmas in 1131. Christ, genitive Christ, is from the Greek Christos, Kairoiota Sigma Tau, a translation of the Hebrew Ma, Messiah, meaning anointed, and Ness is from the Latin Nissa, the celebration of the Eucharist. The form Christmas was also used during some periods, but is now considered archaic and dialectal. The term derives from Middle English Christmas, meaning Christian Mass. Christmas is an abbreviation of Christmas found particularly in print, based on the initial letter Chi, Chi, in the Greek Christos, Christ, although some style guides discourage its use. This abbreviation has precedent in Middle English Kairoes Mass, where Cairo is an abbreviation for the Greek Kairoiota Sigma Tau. In addition to Christmas, the holiday has had various other English names throughout its history. The Anglo-Saxons referred to the feast as Midwinter, or, more rarely, as Tywite, from the Latin nativitis below. Nativity, meaning birth, is from the Latin nativitis. In Old English, Geola, Yule, referred to the period corresponding to December and January, which was eventually equated with Christian Christmas. Noel, also Noel or Noel, as in the first Noel, entered English in the late 14th century and is from the Old French Noel or Nail, itself ultimately from the Latin Natalis, dies, meaning birth, day. Kalida is the traditional Slavic name for Christmas and the period from Christmas to Epiphany or, more generally, to Slavic Christmas-related rituals, some dating to pre-Christian times. The Gospels of Luke and Matthew describe Jesus as being born in Bethlehem to the Virgin Mary. In the Gospel of Luke, Joseph and Mary travel from Nazareth to Bethlehem in order to be counted for a census, and Jesus is born there and placed in a manger. Angels proclaim him a savior for all people, and three shepherds come to adore him. In the Gospel of Matthew, by contrast, three magi follow a star to Bethlehem to bring gifts to Jesus, born the King of the Jews. King Herod orders the massacre of all the boys less than two years old in Bethlehem, but the family flees to Egypt and later returns to Nazareth. In the second century, 
the earliest church records indicate that Christians were remembering and celebrating the birth of the Lord, and observance sprang up organically from the authentic devotion of ordinary believers, although they did not agree upon a set date. The earliest evidence of Christ's birth being marked on December 25th is a sentence in the chronograph of 354. Liturgical historians generally agree that this part of the text was written in Rome in AD 336. But Christmas did not appear on the lists of festivals given by the early Christian writers Irenaeus and Tertullian, the early church fathers John Chrysostom, Augustine of Hippo, and Jerome attested to December 25th as the date of Christmas toward the end of the 4th century. A passage in commentary on the prophet Daniel 8204 by Hippolytus of Rome identifies December 25th as Jesus' birth date, but this passage is considered a later interpolation. In the East, the birth of Jesus was celebrated in connection with the Epiphany on January 6th. This holiday was not primarily about Christ's birth, but rather his baptism. Christmas was promoted in the East as part of the revival of Orthodox Christianity that followed the death of the Proarian Emperor Valens at the Battle of Adrianople in 378. The feast was introduced in Constantinople in 379 in Antioch by John Chrysostom towards the end of the 4th century, probably in 388, and in Alexandria in the following century. The Georgian Iadkari demonstrates that Christmas was celebrated in Jerusalem by the 6th century. In the early Middle Ages, Christmas Day was overshadowed by Epiphany, which in Western Christianity focused on the visit of the Magi. However, the medieval calendar was dominated by Christmas-related holidays. The 40 days before Christmas became the 40 days of SD. Martin, which began on November 11th, the Feast of ST. Martin of Tours, now known as Advent. In Italy, former Saturnalian traditions were attached to Advent. Around the 12th century, these traditions transferred again to the 12 days of Christmas, December 25th to January 5th, a time that appears in the liturgical calendars as Christmastide or Twelve Holy Days. In 567, the Council of Tours put in place the season of Christmastide, proclaiming the Twelve Days from Christmas to Epiphany as a sacred and festive season, and established the duty of Advent fasting in preparation for the feast. This was done in order to solve the administrative problem for the Roman Empire as it tried to coordinate the solar Julian calendar with the lunar calendars of its provinces in the east. The prominence of Christmas Day increased gradually after Charlemagne was crowned emperor on Christmas Day in 800. King Edmund the Martyr was anointed on Christmas in 855 and King William I of England was crowned on Christmas Day 1066. By the High Middle Ages, the holiday had become so prominent that chroniclers routinely noted where various magnates celebrated Christmas. 
King Richard II of England hosted a Christmas feast in 1377 at which 28 oxen and 300 sheep were eaten. The Yule Boar was a common feature of medieval Christmas feasts. Caroling also became popular and was originally performed by a group of dancers who sang. The group was composed of a lead singer and a ring of dancers that provided the chorus. Various writers of the time condemned caroling as lewd, indicating that the unruly traditions of Saturnalia and Yule may have continued in this form. Misrule, drunkenness, promiscuity, gambling was also an important aspect of the festival. In England, gifts were exchanged on New Year's Day and there was special Christmas ale. Christmas during the Middle Ages was a public festival that incorporated ivy, holly, and other evergreens. Christmas gift-giving during the Middle Ages was usually between people with legal relationships such as tenant and landlord. The annual indulgence in eating, dancing, singing, sporting, and card-playing escalated in England and by the 17th century the Christmas season featured lavish dinners, elaborate masks, and pageants. In 1607, King James I insisted that a play be acted on Christmas night and that the court indulge in games. It was during the Reformation in 16th, 17th century Europe that many Protestants changed the gift bringer to the Christ child or Christkind and the date of giving gifts changed from December 6th to Christmas Eve. Following the Protestant Reformation, many of the new denominations including the Anglican Church and Lutheran Church, continued to celebrate Christmas. In 1629, the Anglican poet John Milton penned on the morning of Christ's Nativity, a poem that has since been read by many during Christmastide. Donald Hines, a professor at California State University, states that Martin Luther inaugurated a period in which Germany would produce a unique culture of Christmas, much copied in North America. Among the congregations of the Dutch Reformed Church, Christmas was celebrated as one of the principal evangelical feasts. However, in 17th century England, some groups such as the Puritans strongly condemned the celebration of Christmas considering it a Catholic invention and the trappings of popery or the rags of the beast. In contrast, the established Anglican Church pressed for a more elaborate observance of feasts, penitential seasons, and saints' days. The calendar reform became a major point of tension between the Anglican party and the Puritan party. The Catholic Church also responded promoting the festival in a more religiously oriented form. King Charles I of England directed his noblemen and gentry to return to their landed estates in midwinter to keep up their old-style Christmas generosity. Following the parliamentarian victory over Charles I during the English Civil War, England's Puritan rulers banned Christmas in 1647. 
Protests followed as pro-Christmas rioting broke out in several cities and for weeks, Canterbury was controlled by the rioters who decorated doorways with holly and shouted royalist slogans. Football, among the sports the Puritans banned on a Sunday, was also used as a rebellious force when Puritans outlawed Christmas in England in December 1647, the crowd brought out footballs as a symbol of festive misrule. The book, The Vindication of Christmas, London, 1652, argued against the Puritans and makes note of old English Christmas traditions, dinner, roast apples on the fire, card playing, dances with plowboys and maidservants, old father Christmas and carol singing. During the ban, semi-clandestine religious services marking Christ's birth continued to be held and people sang carols in secret. It was restored as a legal holiday in England with the restoration of King Charles II in 1660 when Puritan legislation was declared null and void with Christmas again freely celebrated in England. Many Calvinist clergymen disapproved of Christmas celebration. As such, in Scotland, the Presbyterian Church of Scotland discouraged the observance of Christmas and though James VI commanded its celebration in 1618, attendance at church was scant. The Parliament of Scotland officially abolished the observance of Christmas in 1640 claiming that the church had been purged of all superstitious observation of days. Whereas in England, Wales and Ireland Christmas Day is a common law holiday, having been a customary holiday since time immemorial, it was not until 1871 that it was designated a bank holiday in Scotland. Following the restoration of Charles II, Poor Robin's Almanac contained the lines, now thanks to God for Charles' return, slash whose absence made old Christmas mourn. Slash for then we scarcely did it know, slash whether it Christmas were or no. The diary of James Woodford, from the latter half of the 18th century, details the observance of Christmas and celebrations associated with the season over a number of years. As in England, Puritans in colonial America staunchly opposed the observation of Christmas. The pilgrims of New England pointedly spent their first December 25th in the New World working normally. Puritans such as Cotton Mather condemned Christmas both because scripture did not mention its observance and because Christmas celebrations of the day often involved boisterous behavior. Many non-Puritans in New England deplored the loss of the holidays enjoyed by the laboring classes in England. Christmas observance was outlawed in Boston in 1659. The ban on Christmas observance was revoked in 1681 by English Governor Edmund Andrus, but it was not until the mid-19th century that celebrating Christmas became fashionable in the Boston region. At the same time, Christian residents of Virginia and New York observed the holiday freely. Pennsylvania Dutch settlers, predominantly Moravian settlers of Bethlehem, Nazareth, and Lydites in Pennsylvania and the Wachovia settlements in North Carolina, were enthusiastic celebrators of Christmas. 
The Moravians in Bethlehem had the first Christmas trees in America as well as the first nativity scenes. Christmas fell out of favor in the United States after the American Revolution when it was considered an English custom. George Washington attacked Hessian, German, mercenaries on the day after Christmas during the Battle of Trenton on December 26, 1776, Christmas being much more popular in Germany than in America at this time. With the atheistic cult of reason and power during the era of revolutionary France, Christian Christmas religious services were banned and the Three Kings cake was renamed the Equality Cake under anti-clerical government policies. In the early 19th century, Christmas festivities and services became widespread with the rise of the Oxford movement in the Church of England that emphasized the centrality of Christmas in Christianity and charity to the poor, along with Washington Irving, Charles Dickens, and other authors emphasizing family, children, kind-heartedness, gift-giving, and Santa Claus for Irving or Father Christmas for Dickens. In the early 19th century, writers imagined Tudor period Christmas as a time of heartfelt celebration. In 1843, Charles Dickens wrote the novel A Christmas Carol, which helped revive the spirit of Christmas and seasonal merriment. Its instant popularity played a major role in portraying Christmas as a holiday emphasizing family, goodwill, and compassion. Dickens sought to construct Christmas as a family-centered festival of generosity, linking worship and feasting within a context of social reconciliation. Superimposing his humanitarian vision of the holiday in what has been termed carol philosophy, Dickens influenced many aspects of Christmas that are celebrated today in Western culture, such as family gatherings, seasonal food and drink, dancing, games, and a festive generosity of spirit. A prominent phrase from the tale, Merry Christmas, was popularized following the appearance of the story. This coincided with the appearance of the Oxford movement and the growth of Anglo-Catholicism, which led a revival in traditional rituals and religious observances. The term Scrooge became a synonym for miser with the phrase bah. Humbug becoming emblematic of a dismissive attitude of the festive spirit. In 1843, the first commercial Christmas card was produced by Sir Henry Cole. The revival of the Christmas Carol began with William Sandys's Christmas Carol's Ancient and Modern, 1833, with the first appearance in print of the first Noel, I saw three ships, Hark the Herald Angels Sing and God Rest Ye Merry, Gentlemen, popularized in Dickens's A Christmas Carol. In Britain, the Christmas tree was introduced in the early 19th century by the German-born Queen Charlotte. In 1832, the future Queen Victoria wrote about her delight at having a Christmas tree hung with lights, ornaments, and presents placed round it. After her marriage to her German cousin Prince Albert, by 1841 the custom became more widespread throughout Britain. 
an image of the British royal family with their Christmas tree at Windsor Castle created a sensation when it was published in the Illustrated London News in 1848. A modified version of this image was published in Godey's Lady's Book, Philadelphia in 1850. By the 1870s, putting up a Christmas tree had become common in America. In America, interest in Christmas had been revived in the 1820s by several short stories by Washington Irving which appear in his The Sketchbook of Geoffrey Crayon, Gent, and Old Christmas. Irving's stories depicted harmonious, warm-hearted English Christmas festivities he experienced while staying in Aston Hall, Birmingham, England, that had largely been abandoned, and he used the tract Vindication of Christmas, 1652, of old English Christmas traditions that he had transcribed into his journal as a format for his stories. In 1822, Clement Clark Moore wrote the poem A Visit from a Stee. Nicholas, popularly known by its first line, "'Twas the night before Christmas." The poem helped popularize the tradition of exchanging gifts and seasonal Christmas shopping began to assume economic importance. This also started the cultural conflict between the holiday's spiritual significance and its associated commercialism that some see as corrupting the holiday. In her 1850 book, The First Christmas in New England, Harriet Beecher Stowe includes a character who complains that the true meaning of Christmas was lost in a shopping spree. While the celebration of Christmas was not yet customary in some regions in the U.S., Henry Wadsworth Longfellow detected a transition state about Christmas here in New England in 1856. The old Puritan feeling prevents it from being a cheerful, hearty holiday, though every year makes it more so. In Reading, Pennsylvania, a newspaper remarked in 1861, even our Presbyterian friends who have hitherto steadfastly ignored Christmas threw open their church doors and assembled in force to celebrate the anniversary of the Savior's birth. The First Congregational Church of Rockford, Illinois, although of genuine Puritan stock, was preparing for a grand Christmas jubilee, a news correspondent reported in 1864. By 1860, 14 states, including several from New England, had adopted Christmas as a legal holiday. In 1875, Louis Prang introduced the Christmas card to Americans. He has been called the father of the American Christmas card. On June 28, 1870, Christmas was formally declared a United States federal holiday. During the First World War and particularly, but not exclusively, in 1914, a series of informal truces took place for Christmas between opposing armies. The truces, which were organized spontaneously by fighting men, ranged from promises not to shoot, shouted at a distance in order to ease the pressure of war for the day, to friendly socializing, gift-giving, and even sport between enemies. These incidents became a well-known and semi-mythologized part of popular memory. 
they have been described as a symbol of common humanity even in the darkest of situations and used to demonstrate to children the ideals of Christmas. Up to the 1950s in the UK, many Christmas customs were restricted to the upper and middle classes. Most of the population had not yet adopted many Christmas rituals that later became popular, including Christmas trees. Christmas dinner would normally include beef or goose, not turkey as would later be common. Children would get fruit and sweets in their stocking rather than elaborate gifts. Full celebration of a family Christmas with all the trimmings only became widespread with increased prosperity from the 1950s. National papers were published on Christmas Day until 1912. Post was still delivered on Christmas Day until 1961. League football matches continued in Scotland until the 1970s, while in England they ceased at the end of the 1950s. Under the state atheism of the Soviet Union, after its foundation in 1917, Christmas celebrations, along with other Christian holidays, were prohibited in public. During the 1920s, 1930s, and 1940s, the League of Militant Atheists encouraged school pupils to campaign against Christmas traditions, such as the Christmas tree, as well as other Christian holidays, including Easter. The League established an anti-religious holiday to be the 31st of each month as a replacement. At the height of this persecution, in 1929, on Christmas Day, Children in Moscow were encouraged to spit on crucifixes as a protest against the holiday. Instead, the importance of the holiday and all its trappings, such as the Christmas tree and gift-giving, was transferred to the new year. It was not until the dissolution of the Soviet Union in 1991 that the persecution ended and Orthodox Christmas became a state holiday again for the first time in Russia after seven decades. European history professor Joseph Perry wrote that likewise, in Nazi Germany, because Nazi ideologues saw organized religion as an enemy of the totalitarian state, propagandists sought to de-emphasize or eliminate altogether the Christian aspects of the holiday and that propagandists tirelessly promoted numerous Nazified Christmas songs which replaced Christian themes with the regime's racial ideologies. As Christmas celebrations began to spread globally even outside traditional Christian cultures, several Muslim-majority countries began to ban the observance of Christmas, claiming it undermined Islam. Christmas Day is celebrated as a major festival and public holiday in countries around the world, including many whose populations are mostly non-Christian. In some non-Christian areas, periods of former colonial rule introduced the celebration, e.g. Hong Kong, in others, Christian minorities or foreign cultural influences have led populations to observe the holiday. Countries such as Japan, where Christmas is popular despite there being only a small number of Christians, have adopted many of the cultural aspects of Christmas, such as gift-giving, decorations, and Christmas trees. 
A similar example is in Turkey, being Muslim majority and with a small number of Christians, where Christmas trees and decorations tend to line public streets during the festival. Many popular customs associated with Christmas developed independently of the commemoration of Jesus' birth, with some claiming that certain elements are Christianized and have origins in pre-Christian festivals that were celebrated by pagan populations who were later converted to Christianity. Other scholars reject these claims and affirm that Christmas customs largely developed in a Christian context. The prevailing atmosphere of Christmas has also continually evolved since the holiday's inception, ranging from a sometimes raucous, drunken, carnival-like state in the Middle Ages to a tamer family-oriented and children-centered theme introduced in a 19th century transformation. The celebration of Christmas was banned on more than one occasion within certain groups, such as the Puritans and Jehovah's Witnesses, who do not celebrate birthdays in general due to concerns that it was too unbiblical. Prior to and through the early Christian centuries, winter festivals were the most popular of the year in many European pagan cultures. Reasons included the fact that less agricultural work needed to be done during the winter, as well as an expectation of better weather as spring approached. Celtic winter herbs such as mistletoe and ivy, and the custom of kissing under a mistletoe, are common in modern Christmas celebrations in the English-speaking countries. The pre-Christian Germanic peoples, including the Anglo-Saxons and the Norse, celebrated a winter festival called Yule, held in the late December to early January period, yielding modern English Yule, today used as a synonym for Christmas. In Germanic language-speaking areas, numerous elements of modern Christmas folk custom and iconography may have originated from Yule, including the Yule log, Yule boar, and the Yule goat. Often leading a ghostly procession through the sky, the wild hunt, the long-bearded god Odin is referred to as the Yule One and Yule Father in Old Norse texts, while other gods are referred to as Yule Beings. On the other hand, as there are no reliable existing references to a Christmas log prior to the 16th century, the burning of the Christmas block may have been an early modern invention by Christians unrelated to the pagan practice. Among countries with a strong Christian tradition, a variety of Christmas celebrations have developed that incorporate regional and local cultures. For example, in Eastern Europe, Christmas celebrations incorporated pre-Christian traditions such as the Kalida, which shares parallels with the Christmas Carol. Christmas Day, inclusive of its vigil, Christmas Eve, is a festival in the Lutheran churches, a solemnity in the Roman Catholic Church, and a principal feast of the Anglican Communion. Other Christian denominations do not rank their feast days, but nevertheless place importance on Christmas Eve slash Christmas Day, as with other Christian feasts like Easter, Ascension Day, and Pentecost. As such, for Christians, attending a Christmas Eve or Christmas Day church service plays an important part in the recognition of the Christmas season. Christmas, along with Easter, is the period of highest annual church attendance.
2010 survey by LifeWay Christian Resources found that 6 in 10 Americans attend church services during this time. In the United Kingdom, the Church of England reported an estimated attendance of 2.5 million people at Christmas services in 2015. Nativity scenes are known from 10th century Rome. They were popularized by St. Francis of Assisi from 1223, quickly spreading across Europe. Different types of decorations developed across the Christian world, dependent on local tradition and available resources, and can vary from simple representations of the crib to far more elaborate sets. Renowned manger scene traditions include the colorful Krakow Sabka in Poland, which imitate Krakow's historical buildings as settings, the elaborate Italian precipi, Neapolitan, Genoese and Bolognese, or the Provencal crèches in southern France, using hand-painted terracotta figurines, called Santons. In certain parts of the world, notably Sicily, living nativity scenes following the tradition of St. Francis are a popular alternative to static crèches. The first commercially produced decorations appeared in Germany in the 1860s, inspired by paper chains made by children. In countries where a representation of the nativity scene is very popular, people are encouraged to compete and create the most original or realistic ones. Within some families, the pieces used to make the representation are considered a valuable family heirloom. The traditional colors of Christmas decorations are red, green, and gold. Red symbolizes the blood of Jesus, which was shed in his crucifixion. Green symbolizes eternal life, and in particular the evergreen tree, which does not lose its leaves in the winter, and gold is the first color associated with Christmas as one of the three gifts of the Magi, symbolizing royalty. The Christmas tree was first used by German Lutherans in the 16th century, with records indicating that a Christmas tree was placed in the Cathedral of Strasbourg in 1539 under the leadership of the Protestant reformer Martin Bucer. In the United States, these German Lutherans brought the decorated Christmas tree with them. The Moravians put lighted candles on those trees. When decorating the Christmas tree, many individuals place a star at the top of the tree symbolizing the Star of Bethlehem, a fact recorded by the school journal in 1897. Professor David Albert Jones of Oxford University writes that in the 19th century, it became popular for people to also use an angel to top the Christmas tree in order to symbolize the angels mentioned in the accounts of the Nativity of Jesus. Additionally, in the context of a Christian celebration of Christmas, the Christmas tree, being evergreen in color, is symbolic of Christ, who offers eternal life. The candles or lights on the tree represent the light of the world, Jesus, born in Bethlehem. Christian services for family use and public worship have been published for the blessing of a Christmas tree after it has been erected. The Christmas tree is considered by some as Christianization of pagan tradition and rituals surrounding the winter solstice, which included the use of evergreen boughs, 
and an adaptation of pagan tree worship, according to 8th century biographer Eddie Stephanus, St. Boniface, 634-709, who was a missionary in Germany, took an axe to an oak tree dedicated to Thor and pointed out a fir tree, which he stated was a more fitting object of reverence because it pointed to heaven and it had a triangular shape, which he said was symbolic of the trinity. The English language phrase Christmas tree is first recorded in 1835 and represents an importation from the German language. Since the 16th century, the poinsettia, a native plant from Mexico, has been associated with Christmas carrying the Christian symbolism of the Star of Bethlehem. In that country, it is known in Spanish as the Flower of the Holy Night. Other popular holiday plants include holly, mistletoe, red amaryllis, and Christmas cactus. Other traditional decorations include bells, candles, candy canes, stockings, wreaths, and angels. Both the displaying of wreaths and candles in each window are a more traditional Christmas display. The concentric assortment of leaves, usually from an evergreen, make up Christmas wreaths and are designed to prepare Christians for the Advent season. Candles in each window are meant to demonstrate the fact that Christians believe that Jesus Christ is the ultimate light of the world. Christmas lights and banners may be hung along streets, music played from speakers, and Christmas trees placed in prominent places. It is common in many parts of the world for town squares and consumer shopping areas to sponsor and display decorations. Rolls of brightly colored paper with secular or religious Christmas motifs are manufactured for the purpose of wrapping gifts. In some countries, Christmas decorations are traditionally taken down on Twelfth Night. For the Christian celebration of Christmas, the viewing of the Nativity play is one of the oldest Christmastime traditions, with the first reenactment of the Nativity of Jesus taking place in 1223 AD. In that year, Francis of Assisi assembled a nativity scene outside of his church in Italy and children sung Christmas carols celebrating the birth of Jesus. Each year, this grew larger and people traveled from afar to see Francis's depiction of the nativity of Jesus that came to feature drama and music. Nativity plays eventually spread throughout all of Europe, where they remain popular. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day church services often came to feature nativity plays, as did schools and theaters. In France, Germany, Mexico, and Spain, nativity plays are often reenacted outdoors in the streets. The earliest extant specifically Christmas hymns appear in 4th century Rome. Latin hymns such as Veni Redemptor Gentium, written by Ambrose, Archbishop of Milan, were austere statements of the theological doctrine of the Incarnation in opposition to Arianism. Cordinatus ex parentis, of the Father's love begotten, by the Spanish poet Prudentius, died 413, is still sung in some churches today. 
In the 9th and 10th centuries, the Christmas sequence or prose was introduced in North European monasteries, developing under Bernard of Clairvaux into a sequence of rhymed stanzas. In the 12th century, the Parisian monk Adam of St. Victor began to derive music from popular songs, introducing something closer to the traditional Christmas carol. Christmas carols in English appear in a 1426 work of John Audley who lists 25 carols of Christmas, probably sung by groups of wassailers who went from house to house. The songs now known specifically as carols were originally communal folk songs sung during celebrations such as Harvest Tide as well as Christmas. It was only later that carols began to be sung in church. Traditionally, carols have often been based on medieval chord patterns and it is this that gives them their uniquely characteristic musical sound. Some carols like Person and Hody, Good King Wenceslas, and In Dulce Jubilo can be traced directly back to the Middle Ages. They are among the oldest musical compositions still regularly sung. Adest Fidelis, O Come All Ye Faithful, appeared in its current form in the mid-18th century. The singing of carols increased in popularity after the Protestant Reformation in the Lutheran areas of Europe as the reformer Martin Luther wrote carols and encouraged their use in worship, in addition to spearheading the practice of caroling outside the Massachusetts. The 18th century English reformer Charles Wesley, an early Methodist divine, understood the importance of music to Christian worship. In addition to setting many psalms to melodies, he wrote texts for at least three Christmas carols. The best known was originally entitled Hark. How All the Welkin Rings, later renamed Hark. The Herald Angels Sing. Christmas seasonal songs of a non-religious nature emerged in the late 18th century. The Welsh melody for Deck the Halls dates from 1794, with the lyrics added by Scottish musician Thomas Oliphant in 1862, and the American Jingle Bells was copyrighted in 1857. Other popular carols include the First Noel, God Rest You Merry, Gentlemen, The Holly and the Ivy, I Saw Three Ships, In the Bleak Midwinter, Joy to the World, once in Royal David's city and while shepherds watched their flocks. In the 19th and 20th centuries, African-American spirituals and songs about Christmas, based in their tradition of spirituals, became more widely known. An increasing number of seasonal holiday songs were commercially produced in the 20th century, including jazz and blues variations. In addition, there was a revival of interest in early music from groups singing folk music such as the Revels to performers of early medieval and classical music. One of the most ubiquitous festive songs is We Wish You a Merry Christmas, which originates from the West Country of England in the 1930s. Radio has covered Christmas music from variety shows from the 1940s and 1950s 
as well as modern-day stations that exclusively play Christmas music from late November through December 25th. Hollywood movies have featured new Christmas music, such as White Christmas and Holiday Inn and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Traditional carols have also been included in Hollywood films, such as Hark. The Herald Angels Sing in It's a Wonderful Life, 1946, and Silent Night in a Christmas Story. A special Christmas family meal is traditionally an important part of the holiday celebration, and the food that is served varies greatly from country to country. Some regions have special meals for Christmas Eve, such as Sicily, where 12 kinds of fish are served. In the United Kingdom and countries influenced by its traditions, a standard Christmas meal includes turkey, goose or other large bird, gravy, potatoes, vegetables, sometimes bread and cider. Special desserts are also prepared, such as Christmas pudding, mince pies, Christmas cake, panettone and yule log cake. A traditional Christmas meal in Central Europe features fried carp or other fish. Christmas cards are illustrated messages of greeting exchanged between friends and family members during the weeks preceding Christmas Day. The traditional greeting reads wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, much like that of the first commercial Christmas card produced by Sir Henry Cole in London in 1843. The custom of sending them has become popular among a wide cross-section of people with the emergence of the modern trend towards exchanging e-cards. Christmas cards are purchased in considerable quantities and feature artwork commercially designed and relevant to the season. The content of the design might relate directly to the Christmas narrative with depictions of the nativity of Jesus or Christian symbols such as the Star of Bethlehem or a white dove, which can represent both the Holy Spirit and peace on earth. Other Christmas cards are more secular and can depict Christmas traditions, mythical figures such as Santa Claus, objects directly associated with Christmas such as candles, holly, and baubles, or a variety of images associated with the season such as Christmas tide activities, snow scenes, and the wildlife of the northern winter. Some prefer cards with a poem, prayer, or biblical verse, while others distance themselves from religion with an all-inclusive season's greetings. A number of nations have issued commemorative stamps at Christmas tide. Postal customers will often use these stamps to mail Christmas cards and they are popular with philatelists. These stamps are regular postage stamps, unlike Christmas seals, and are valid for postage year-round. They usually go on sale sometime between early October and early December and are printed in considerable quantities. <laughs>